Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Simmer Down with Viv. This was a very special week because Jay and I celebrated our one year anniversary as husband and wife. A whole year, that's 52 weeks, 365 days, or 525,600 minutes. Thanks friends. But honestly, it feels like it went by like a snap. It's so quick. It's true, when you're having fun, time flies. And that's exactly what we've been doing this year. It has been nothing but fun, delicious food, and there's been so much travel. So I wanted to talk to you guys about what I learned in the first year of marriage. Experiences that we went through. And of course, what are the changes? What does it really mean to be married? How does it feel? That's a really common question I get. So first off, let's talk about the abrupt stop of planning. Last year was all about planning everything flowers music venue dates dress parties everything just rehearsal dinners and this year there was none of that I didn't have to think about what happened every moment of the day or every moment of time or if there was a deadline because there was no deadline there's no deadline to a wedding because the party was thrown and now we just get to chill so what do you do with all that free time I don't think anyone told me about the amount of free time I was going to have on my hands. It was kind of cool, but also a little scary. I think it's because I was so used to planning all the time that when I had a moment to breathe or to hang out, I'm like, shouldn't we be planning something? And honestly, enjoy that time. My newlywed friends, take it in. Watch TV, watch a movie. And I actually love that about this year. I got to watch so much Netflix. We were able to just pick up and go anywhere we didn't have to meet anyone because we weren't saving every penny that we had for our wedding because we were paying for it by ourselves that we just got to have a little bit more fun money that's what we're calling it the only things i'd say that you do probably have to quote unquote plan first thing is probably make an appointment with your photographer why because you probably don't remember your night not because you were drinking but because it went by so quickly Your photographer or videographer, if you have one, was there to capture moments that you were not able to be present for just because you're running around like a crazy person. I loved meeting up with my photographer because we got to sit down and we went through each picture and I'm like, oh my goodness, that person came or that's what happened at that time. And you're like, it just brings you right back. Like when I was getting ready, I was like, oh, we talked about this. Or when we were exchanging our vows, like that, those little moments are captured and they're forever yours. The second part is to make sure you sit down and plan your album. I found that to be the best part. You're creating a scrapbook in your way and it's easy because you just have to pick your photos and if you work with your photographer, like our photographer guy was amazing. He knew exactly how to storyline everything and it just made that process super fun and I felt like I was able to relive that day all over again. How special is that? Your task number two can also be picking out a photo for your thank you cards. For our thank you card, Jay and I chose a picture of us. We were just married, the sun was setting, and there was a nice glow, and it was just me gazing into his eyes. And it's something super simple. We're married, we're in love, and we thank you for being part of our special day. It was a postcard. Okay, so that's kind of like the formality stuff. Now let's get to the fun part. I don't even know if this is considered a task, I'm talking about the honeymoon. 
you may or may not have planned this already if you are the type of couple that goes to your honeymoon right after your wedding day then this is off your list jay and i didn't do that we waited a few months because a we wanted to spend the holidays with our friends and family and we needed to save for our honeymoon because we saved a lot of money for our wedding and we spent it all so we wanted to make sure we were going on vacation and really enjoying it and not really penny pinching so it took a little it took us a little bit to plan our honeymoon we went to two destinations that was very special to us i've been to japan way back and jay's been to hawaii however i never went to hawaii and jay's never been to japan so we both wanted to take each other to somewhere we loved and experienced together as a married couple planning a honeymoon can be a little stressful just because there's so many things to do and you make sure that there's so many reservations whether it's hotels or restaurants or even just activities make sure you do that together we love food uh, we're not crazy about museums or too much history so we knew our trip was mainly going to be learning about food and some culture it's very important that you guys communicate when planning this because you don't want to feel like you're dragging the other person along. Also, you want to make sure the other person feeds their interests. Like when we went to Hawaii, Jay loves to dive. I don't go near the water. I only go where it goes probably right above my belly. I don't really like to go deep into the sea. It scares me. So we made sure that he had that fun time and he got to enjoy and feed his passion while I took some alone time and I looked around and I read a book by Poolside. So make sure you guys can spend time apart. However, you guys can come back together and talk about it and maybe share your experience over dinner. So that's really all I have for the planning phase. Now let's talk about feelings. I have to say, I love being married. I feel like the next day it just hit me I'm someone's person I'm committed to this person for life and it gave me such a boost of confidence he chose to be with me and he believes that I'm going to be able to help him through everything in life and vice versa this person makes me want to work harder this person wants me to be the best version of myself why because I am his wife and he's my husband whether it's wife and wife, whether it's husband and husband, you are now forever attached to this person. If you do something, they're going to be held accountable as well because they're like, wasn't that your wife? And I never want someone to be ashamed of me or ashamed of him through me. Therefore, I always put myself at a higher standard and I continue to strive to be the best person I can be because it's a reflection on both of us now. If I act a fool, he's gonna be like, your wife act like a fool. If he acts like a fool, then it comes back to me. So why not just be your best person so you guys are always a strong team together, helping each other grow and growing to whatever stage your relationship develops into. Talking about growing, so this leads to the third point. Um, The number one question I get from people is, if you guessed, when are you going to start a family? You are correct, my friends. I feel like there's always a chase of questions with people. When you date someone, hey, when are you guys going to get engaged? When you're engaged, when are you going to get married? When you're married, hey, when are you going to start a family? And then if you have a kid, hey, when are you going to have your second kid? It just doesn't stop. And that is one thing that Jay and I have spoken about. And I'm very open when people ask me, hey, when are you guys going to have a family? I say that Jay and I have had this conversation. We're just not there yet. I want to be married to him. I mean, we just got married a year ago. That's 
really, really short period of time. I want to be married and I want to be with him for a little bit longer, just the two of us. I mean, yes, we have our pups, but I want to be husband and wife, not mom and dad just yet. And I think, well, I know that's okay because when you bring a child into this world, it's ultimately your responsibility. We are both very driven in our career. We love what we do and we are we have very busy schedules. I'm not saying that children are not in the future. Don't get me wrong. When I play with both my nephews, they're two under two, I do get baby fever. When I see really cute babies from my friends, I'm always like, oh, maybe I'm ready to be a mom. Maybe I'm not. Today, I am. Tomorrow, I might not be. And vice versa. It's just constantly telling myself, yes, I want that. I do see that for my future. But you have to go at your own pace and talk about it with your partner. I talk to Jay. I tell him how I feel. It's a day-by-day thing, and he is so understanding. He's so supportive. He understands that ultimately, it is going to be a huge change on my life. I'm the one who has to carry our baby. I'm the one who's going to have to take a long period of time off. And also, I have a lot of changes to go through, hormonal, physical, So he is super understanding and I really, really feel blessed by that. Also, for everyone who keeps asking other people, when are you going to have kids? I do want to say one thing. It is a very sensitive topic. Yes, I know it's probably just, you know, start of a conversation, but you never know what one person is going through or one couple is going through. They may or may not want kids, which is totally acceptable, or they're having issues or they're not ready or they don't know yet so when you ask a question as simple as to you hey when are you having kids it's a simple question for you it might be along the lines like hey how are you or how was your weekend but for the couple going through issues it can be really really painful you never know if someone's going through IVF or any kind of infertility thing or they just don't know or another thing is Just because someone doesn't scream on top of their lungs or show on Instagram or share their news, you never know if someone went through a miscarriage. And that is a very, very sensitive topic. So just be mindful. The next time you want to ask whether or not you're having kids, it's a very, very loaded question and takes a lot of emotion and feelings to it. So just be mindful, be sensitive, be kind to everyone's situation. Also, for couples... I have to say, I do see a lot of my friends that got married around the same time as Jay and I, and they are pregnant, and it's fantastic, or they're due within a year of their marriage, and it's really, really awesome. But don't compare yourself. Everyone has a different timeline. Nothing is set in stone. No one has to get pregnant by a certain time. This is a very personal decision. As long as you talk to your doctor about it and your partner, Just make sure you guys are all on the same page. Never compare yourself just because you see something on someone else's timeline that works for them. Does it mean it's universal? Does not mean you have to go on that timeline as well. So that got real deep real quick. Um, Let's lighten it up a little bit more now and let's talk about what's next for the next year of marriage for us. So the honeymoon is done, but one thing that stayed with us was our passion for traveling. Jay and I love to just pick up and go wherever we want. And that's a luxury that we do have for a little bit. Yes, we drop off the pups to my parents. They stay at grandma and grandpa's for a little bit. 
we get to go to new places and eat new food and just hang out and that is super fun so we're definitely going to look forward to traveling a lot more whether that is internationally or even just locally as i mentioned before we are both super busy with our careers jay is actually working on a program that he's going to be launching shortly for work and i have tons of producer stuff to do um tons of new projects coming up so our schedules are actually jam-packed we do commit one thing to each other which is every day at dinner it is a phoneless dinner what does that mean we put those cell phones away we actually have a conversation and it's so nice we catch up about the highs and lows of the day and we also spend time watching our tv shows we love tv we watch anything from agt which is america's got talent to the wall to a world of dance because we all need some j-lo in our lives and of course our guilty guilty pleasure is this is us i love this is us the pearsons give us life i feel like i learn more about family every week i watch it yes it's a total tearjerker but that is our show for the fall so absolutely it's actually coming back this week actually just came back this week by the time you're hearing this so we are huge fans we'll be tuning in go big three before we wrap up for this episode there is one piece of advice and it doesn't matter if you have been married for a day or if you've been married for a year or married for 10 years or even 25 years this piece of advice was shared to us when we went to a luau which is a traditional dance and there's a feast it's all like a nighttime activity it's fantastic and this specific one was in oahu and it's from the toa tribe t-o-a and the leader asked you know throughout the night who's celebrating what some people celebrated their birthday some people celebrate graduations some people just have family reunions and then they asked if someone was celebrating anniversary or just married. Jay and I raised our hands and we were asked like, oh, how long and stuff. And I think at that point we got married in September and I think we went around May. So it's been a few months. And he said, okay, he made you all stand up there and everyone's like super awkward because they're like, you don't really know each other, what's happening. And he handed up these kakue beads what are kukui beads? Kukui is spelled very unique. If you want to Google it, it's K-U-K-U-I and it's a lei. And a lei just means that it's like a necklace around your neck. Oftentimes you see it as a novelty item when you go to a tiki bar or a luau themed party. Those flower things around your neck. People are like, huh, did you get laid? Like that. That's that's what it basically is. It's just a nice necklace. And this lei had all these beads on it. And he said, how many of you have seen these beads all over Hawaii? And everyone raised their hands because they're all over the ABC store, which is a very popular chain. And they're very affordable. They're about like $5. I think you can get a necklace and a bracelet kind of thing. And he explained the history of why those are so significant. So they used to be worn by royalty because it usually comes from a nut and it used to be really hard to harvest and to grind down until you get the seed. Um, some of them are extremely polished however the ones he gave us had these grooves in there I'll show you guys a picture on the Instagram and he said I want you guys to hold on to these beads and when you get home hang them in a place that you can see every day 
And everyone looked really confused. And you're just like, okay, to think about this night. And he's like, because I want you to think of marriage as these beats. They're extremely hard and you have to work on them. However, if you work on something really hard, something beautiful comes out of it. So no matter the struggle, no matter the issue, no matter the fight, none of that, no matter the negativity, at the end of the day, if you guys hang on to each other, you guys will get through everything and anything as a couple. This beautiful advice was shared by a man that was married for over 45 years to his sweetheart that have beautiful, beautiful children who also worked at the luau. And it stayed with me. And I remember the first thing I did was I kept them around my neck and I flew home with them. And I told Jay we needed to hang them, one, right by where we have our keys. We see them every morning, every time we leave the house, every time we come in. And we have one in our bedroom, right by our closet. Why? Because it's true. Marriage is hard. Marriage is work. Marriage is like anything else in life. I wake up and I choose Jay every single day. He's my person and I understand that I have to work hard. I have to work hard for my relationship. I have to work hard for my marriage. Not because it's difficult, because it means that much to me. If something means a lot to you, you are willing to put in everything you've got to make sure it works. He's the love of my life. He's my husband. And this first year has shown me that I have made the right choice. He understands me. He loves me for me. And he's so supportive in whatever decision I make. If this was the first year of marriage, then I can't wait to see what the next 100 year brings for us, God willing. So now that we got the first year of marriage out there, the highs and lows, the pros and cons, let's talk about the recipe. During our wedding, the food was fantastic. However, we didn't really get to eat, and I definitely didn't get to eat the cake. And I remember I was so excited about that cake. Everyone told me it was delicious, and I was like, bummer, I don't know what you're talking about. I remember at the tasting, it was a vanilla cake with a chocolate frosting, and then I had a graham cake, graham cracker cake, with a vanilla frosting. And the specialty about those two cakes was the espresso, frosting and the graham cracker cake when I asked them if they could mash that up together to make a whole cake they said no so that's what I did I just made the whole cake all over again I have a special honey graham cracker cake because I really like honey so we got those graham crackers instead and I made a chocolate espresso frosting you guys have to check it out Jay and I made it together and we actually have that side by side of our actual first tier of our wedding cake from that night. We kept it in our freezer. We defrosted it yesterday. We took a bite already. It definitely tastes a little like freezer because it's been there for a year, but it's still pretty good. Our cake did not have fondant. It was buttercream. I don't like fondant. Fondant. Um, so it's actually, I don't mind it. Pretty good cake, but I think having a fresh cake is much better so we have a side-by-side tasting we even put our cake toppers on all four of them you're probably wondering why is there four check out the gram for that you'll understand thank you for allowing me to share this sweet conversation with you guys it's like you're celebrating our one year with us i can't wait until we get to simmer down again next week bye guys and gals 
Simmer Down with Viv is produced by me, Vivian Chan, and Tracy Gushkin from With You Media. For more information, visit Simmer Down with Viv on Instagram, With You Media on Instagram, or simmerdownwithviv.com and withyoumedia.com. Material has just debuted their line of pants. It's from their 29 collection. 29 because it's a little nod to that magical element, copper, which means you have consistent heat distributing for the perfect cook. There's no Teflon, no lead, and no fumes. There's also a lip design that curves slightly outward for smooth pouring. You can pop them in the dishwasher, and they're also oven-friendly for up to 500 degrees. This coated pan can be yours for only $95. It's valued at $235, and if you use the code SIMMERDOWNWITHFIV, you get an extra 10% off. Now slide on over to that site on materialkitchen.com and get yourself a new pan. You're welcome.